You are listening to NFT Talk Show, where we put the T in NFT. I am your host, Tony Payne, and if you have ever wanted to know anything and everything, including all the juicy deets about NFTs, you are in the right place. So buckle up, get ready, and let's go. CM everyone and welcome to another episode of the NFT talk show. I am Tony Payne and in today's episode we are going to be talking about squiggles. Yes, is squiggles a rug or not? The popular project, big hype over this project. A lot of influencers had tweeted it out to their followers. A lot of people wanted to get on the priority list. A lot of people did get on the priority list. But come day of their Dutch auction, a almost 60-page document was released with some FBI standard investigation (laughs) Um, stating that squiggles is a rug pull and people should not mint. Yes, so that is the general tea in the nft community right now and because it's such a big project and because a lot of influencers did think it was a good project to get on board or to promote it brings about the question how do you not get wrecked in the space and if you do not know what wrecked means wreck <laughs> yes um i know there are going to be a lot of sad people today as a and last night, because as of this very moment of me speaking with you, OpenSea has delisted the Squiggles account. They have been delisted. And as of the time that they were delisted, they had already traded over 800 ETH. That is a lot of money that is in the tune of millions of dollars. They had already 1.9 k holders that's 1900 plus holders and had already sold over 2000 plus um nfts and they did have a dutch auction and their their mint price was quite high which also brings about the question of projects that don't have a proven track record in the space coming into the space with a super high mint price and people falling into minting those. I personally would never mint anything that has a one ETH floor. I mean, a one ETH min price, not proving team. We don't even know who they are. They just came into the space. We haven't seen what they've done in the past. And one ETH, I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I'm a photographer in the NFT space and I've been in there a while and I've proven myself and I still probably would not do a project, a 10K project um, for a one ETH mint. It just sounds ludicrous to me. You're asking people to drop thousands of dollars um, for your project and believe in you, but this is your first rodeo. Anyways, apparently this was not their first rodeo and they have been in the space for quite some time rug pulling people. And that is what the document stated with receipts. Um, and yes, <laughs> the NFT community has been 
teaing it. Uh, you know, we love tea. No matter how you look at the NFT space, oh, we're all kumbaya, but trust me, we like tea in the end. We like gossip. <laughs> I have noticed that people just, you know, human behavior, web three, different technology, um, same human behavior. So let's look at the squiggles rug alert, which I kind of feel like should have been uh, made public and released maybe during allow listing, like maybe, and then it takes time to do research anyway. So you can't really blame the person that kind of put it out a little closer to mint. Um, because I think it would have saved a lot of people. Luckily the people that I do know that were on the list did not mint. And that's because they saw the report and they were like, no, no, no. But there will be two types of people that will still mint And that will be one, the people that did not see the report or hear the news, maybe they're not active on social media, which is another reason why it's so important. If you're in a project, if you're in a project and you're going to drop your money for a project, make sure you are in their discord, because if you are in their discord, the whispers would have been in their discord. There's no way somebody would have come in there and said, oh, this is what we're hearing. Is it true? And you would have seen that. And another thing that, you know, you have to do that I personally do is when minting starts, I don't rush to mint. You're already on the list. If you're already on the priority list, where are you running to? Why are you in a rush? I don't rush to mint. I kind of wait and see how the minting is going. Then I hop in the discord again, just to kind of see, you know, of course you're going to have negative vibes, but you can filter out through the negative vibes to see how things are going. Is there anything I should be aware of? Is there anything going on? And then I hop on Twitter too. I can, you know, kind of throw in a little keyword search. I have saved myself from a rug actually by doing that. There was a project that I almost minted on Solana. Um, It looked like a good project from the outside, but something just didn't sit right with me. It was like, it looks good, but uh, there's something. And sure enough, I was like, you know, I'm just going to hop in their Discord. And of course, when I hopped in the Discord, the first thing that I did notice was for a project, there was like no communication. Number two, a lot of the people that had actually been there a while, they had the same complaint. Then I looked them up on Twitter and same thing with Twitter they hadn't tweeted in like a week. And that's a red flag. If you're a project and you have not tweeted or use the way you communicate with the holders, which would be Discord, Twitter, some form of social media, or even your website, maybe you have a blog on your website. If you haven't updated that in a week plus, that's a red flag for me. That tells me you're um, either slacking on the project or you're not interested in the project anymore and you're just going to take the money and run. So I saw that and I was like, nope, nope, nope. I ran. <laughs> I ran so fast. But anyways, yeah, so back to squiggles. And we're going to talk about how not to get wrecked um, in the space because this squiggles case is kind of a unique one. A lot of inf- people in the NFT community, oh, we saw it coming. Oh, we knew it was going to be a rug. Stop. Oh, hi. Stop. (laughs) You know, because not everybody sees these red flags, especially when the team is a dox, because they did pay somebody to front and be dox. That's just the crazy part for me. Like 
they knew they know the space obviously because they've been here they've rugged a couple of let me see one two three four five six seven other projects they've rugged seven other man that's terrible they've rugged seven other projects so they knew the community they know what the community is looking for and they know you know the word around nfc's is if you're not docs ah we don't know so apparently according to the report they did pay somebody to be docs in front for them and um, be the face of the project. And they have made over $10 million from, they not even made, they have taken over $10 million from the NFT ecosystem and the NFT space. And that to me is where I have issues, people losing money to these um bad players or alleged bad players um because they're still maintaining their innocence their founder was on instagram saying it's not a rug it's not a rug but the document just says otherwise so who do you believe um and then the issue of open sea delisting them of course you know what you're gonna have varying opinions um some people are like it's a good thing. And then some people are like, this is decentralization, OpenSea. You're acting a bit centralized right now. You should not delist anybody, right? I'm on the fence. <laughs> I think delisting them so more people don't lose money is a good thing. But then again, um, you know, who's going to come in the future and try to take down somebody's project. I don't know. It's it's such a slippery slope right now. And I think because the NFT space is so new, we're going to have a this is like our learning curve. Like this is us building out a foundation. This is all these things happening right now. They're going to influence the general way NFTs are done in the future because we're going to look at these use cases and we're going to go, "Okay, this is what we need to avoid or this is what can work or whatnot um but yeah so the true founders i'm not gonna put names um on the podcast but the document did list three founders who are the true founders of the squiggles and somebody else was the one that came out in docs so he was paid allegedly to um be the face of (laughs) wow it's like, golly, you know, um, but yeah, so he was paid to be the face of the squiggles and say, oh, this is my project. I'm docs. Look at me. Hey, I have a LinkedIn and this is what it is. And these people look like people that, you know, can actually do a, a good project if they weren't trying to be scammy. I, that's the part that I don't understand. Like why? use, you know, the genius you have to be scammy, but I guess it is what it is. Um, and that's how some people think, but not prejudging going based on, you know, the facts here <laughs> or the alleged facts. So the projects that they had rugged initially are the league of sacred devils. If you have one of these projects, get your pen down and check, <laughs> start typing in your open sea and checking League of Sacred Devils, um, League of Divine Beings, that one has no floor. Vault of Gems, that one has no floor. Lucky Buddhas, Dirty Dogs, (laughs) don't you just love the names? Sinful Souls, 
and faceless. So apparently sinful souls and faceless has, um, been kaput from the space. Those are gone. And, um, vault of gems and league of divine beings has no floor league of sacred devils and lucky Buddhas are like 0.00, um, whatever. But yeah, so like I said, you know, how do you not get wrecked? Especially when you see influences talking about it. Um, I probably didn't get on their, their allow list because I didn't try because I don't do the whole discord. Like if I come in your discord, I'm coming in there to say, Hey, what's up? And the most I will do for an allow list is click the giveaway, (laughs) the giveaway button, like expecting me with my schedule to reach level 10 or level a billion. That's not, I already know it's not realistic for me. It's not going to happen because I just don't have the time I don't between Twitter and um, my work and all that other good stuff. It's impossible. Just, just not realistic for me. Um, but yeah, so they came, um, the team said, Oh, well, it's not true. We are, um, you know, it's not a rug. Their last tweet said it wasn't a rug, but you can still find them on, um, looks rare, but OpenSea had already pulled them and everybody's like, Oh, look, they're still trying to rug people. And they said that their contract was, um, verified. Somebody said, no, it's not with proof. And a lot of it was, you know, lucky Buddha. Um, one of their projects that they did do, they were able to trace, um, a fund of 73 ETH to the vault of, to, there's like, you know, this is the beautiful thing about the blockchain. There's always going to be the connection. (laughs) You know, you might think there's no connection, but there is, you know, when you really dig deep in the connection, you can kind of, I mean, in the blockchain, you can kind of trace some things back. Yeah. There are some people that might be smart to outsmart the system, but there are ways you can still trace things, um, easily. And that's what the blockchain has always been about, right? Transparency, to know, okay, if somebody says they did this, we can easily go check. If somebody says, oh, I raised a billion dollars and I'm going to donate it to Tony Payne charity, I don't mind. <laughs> um, you can easily go on the blockchain and see if they actually donated to um, Tony Payne um, Tony Payne charity. <laughs> Tony Payne charity. But yeah, so, you know... These guys, apparently, according to the, you know, document, they're using these, the money to live, you know, the nice lifestyle. <laughs> but hey, uh, I just feel really bad for those that thought that this project was going to be life changing for them, that thought, you know, opening. And here's another thing I want to say is do not put money into any project, any, any investment, not just NFTs. It could be crypto, could be stock market. Do not put money into anything that you are not ready to lose because if it does go to zero, at least, you know, okay, you know, you tried your best and you're not getting wrecked. You're fine and you're, um, good to go. So, the crazy part about it is these guys, you know, that did the squiggles, 
it's not like they're unknown. They're on social media. They're on TikTok. They're hanging out in Hollywood. They're doing all these things, but they still went ahead and I don't know. It's, it's such a slippery slope. You know, it's such a, how do you just know, you know, how do you know people? I see a lot of influencers apologizing to their followers saying they're sorry. They didn't know. Um, you know, you could do your own research and see, like I said, these, they're the supposed docs people are real people. They're not anonymous. They're not profile pictures. They're people you can find, but I think the missing link was connecting them to the other projects that had been rugged. And I think if that was done earlier, or if somebody did their research to see, okay, I, this is the name of the person behind the project. Have they ever done any other projects before? They probably would have eventually, or who are they connected to? They probably would have been eventually um, outed maybe sooner. But kudos to the person that did this because they put in a lot of work <laughs> into um, this document. And, you know, if you want to see the document, you can go on Twitter um, and search squiggles, then maybe doc, those two words, um, and you will see the document. Don't just click any weird links, by the way. <laughs> maybe I should retweet or something so you don't go clicking the wrong links. Um, but yeah, so Squiggles was supposedly their crown jewel of all their projects. It was like supposed to be the big project. They had 350K in their Discord, over, I mean, a quarter million on their Twitter. And um, their public sale was going to be one ETH. And their priority list was 0.4 ETH. And after, this is after they have a Dutch auction, which like I, you know, I'm not a big fan of the whole Dutch auction thing, but some like it, some, you know, um, some like it, some don't, you know? So yeah. Oh, but you know, this money is going to buying Rolls Royces and all sorts of, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. And you know, the tea in here is like, you could see like some of these people in, pictures with some influencers that was fighting a prime you were fighting a prime but you're hanging out with scammers it's it's amazing you know how this thing works <laughs> but yeah the only people i feel bad for in all this are the people that um are the people that are getting wrecked. And yeah, there, there's a big influencer that was fighting a prime and he was promoting squiggles. So this is why I say, you know, um, when you listen to these people, like the phase banks and people like that, a lot of times you're going to get wrecked. You got to do your own research. Don't just go based on what phase banks is saying. Phase banks was like, Oh, um, a prime is, uh, terrible project, blah, blah, blah. But guess, and, but he promoted squiggles as a good project and squiggles turns out to be an alleged, um, rug pull and a prime is still standing good team, good holders, you know, 
more support than ever. So you you see what I'm saying about listening to influence? I've said in, in previous episodes, listening to influencers will get you wrecked. You have to make sure, even me, don't listen to me. <laughs> you know, do your own research. Take my word as this is what I see in the space. This is what is going on in the NFT space. I am not Nostradamus. I don't know it all. I'm learning along with everybody else. So you take my word and then go build on my word. And so Tony said this, but I'm going to, you know, research even more. And then one thing I will definitely do is if something else change, I'll come back on the podcast and say, oh, well, this is different or this has changed or whatnot. But surprising to see um, in the docs as well that FaZe Banks was promoting a rug pool. And he had a lot to say about uh, something that wasn't a rug pull, you know? So these guys, I mean, I don't know. They're still standing by their word that it, it it's not a rug pull and OpenSea delisted them and they're going to get to the bottom of it. Um, but we shall see how this plays out. I know a lot of stuff is going to happen in the next coming days. And... When it does, I'm going to bring you an update. I think I can't start this and not finish it. If anything changes, I will bring an update. If nothing changes, then you know it's a rug pull and that's what it is. But for now, we'll say it's an alleged rug pull, right? Because they're saying something different, but the evidence is saying something different. So who's wrong? Who's right? You know, um, time will have to tell us. But yeah, so how to how to not get wrecked, you know, just use precautions. And like I said earlier, before you mint, go in the Discord, see what people are saying, go on their Twitter. You can search out the name of the project, see what people are saying before you mint, before you can, even if you have priority list or right list, don't stress it. Don't you're like, oh, I need to rush to mint. No, you don't need to rush to mint. Sit there, calm down, <laughs> take a deep breath. You know, when I'm trying to mint something, I don't let anything distract me because I don't want to go um, end up paying too much gas or just clicking the wrong thing because that happens to people. You know, when I'm ready to mint a project or mint an NFT, I make sure I'm distraction free. I sit there calmly <laughs> and I take a deep breath and then I look at what I'm doing Go on to OpenSea, look at what people have minted out, look at their floor, see if people are already buying from secondary, because it does happen during mints where people start buying in secondary, see how many holders they have. And another thing that's a red flag for me a lot of times is if I see a project that is 10K and I see like 900 holders, that's a huge red flag for me. I will stay away from those type of projects unless unless there's something within the project that I want, or maybe it's like, you know, something that offers something that I need, then I can get into the project. But if I'm just, you know, holding the project as a gamble or you're a collector or you're a flipper, if you're a flipper or a collector that, you know, you're holding this, okay, you'll flip it later. Um, you got to look at that. That's very important because that's how a lot of floors get wrecked where they'll have 10 K and then maybe, only, you know, 10% holders and the one, one person is holding like a hundred, 200, because guess what? If that one person ends up being in a situation where they need liquidity and they're desperate, they will dump on that floor and that will bring down that floor price very, 
<laughs> quickly versus when there are more holders that tells you there are more people invested in that particular project. But then it can go either way. You can, what are the chances of getting, you know, 10K project, maybe 8,000 holders or 6,000 holders and all 6,000 of them being like, I'm out. <laughs> Anything can happen, you know, but when, when you see less holders, more numbers, um, 10K and maybe 900 holders, yeah, you have to be careful with those. Those are those those ones will easily easily get wrecked because somebody can just dump you know all the one thousand that they're holding on the floor, um, and bring the project down you know in value. But yeah, so before you mint, deep breath, look at what you're minting. Go in the Discord, read in the Discord, see what's being said, see what's being responded to, see what people are saying. Is there any issues? Is there anything I should know about before you drop that money? Number two, make sure you go on Twitter. Is there a problem anywhere? <laughs> Is there anything I should be aware of? And number three, go in on OpenSea or wherever their mint is um, populating it. Go in there and look at, you know, what's been minted, what people are buying at in secondary. Again, it doesn't always indicate if that project is going to do well long term but at least you get an idea of the today of that project. Like it would suck to mint a project that was wrecked from day one and you minted because you had no information or you didn't do your own research. So it is a very good idea to get in um, Discord, Twitter, OpenSea, just do the trifecta, <laughs> do the trifecta and check to make sure there are no issues um, and if there are issues, trust me, you m more than likely will find them. Um, and if you don't find them, you know, does it mean there's nothing to be worried about? Not financial advice. I don't know. Do your own research. But this is how I do my thing to be careful. Now, there are things called soft rug pulls. And that is when a project tries and tries their best. And for some reason, the floor price just does not take off. And that happens a lot with that one that I was telling, telling you about with, you know, a project having 10K and then you see the amount of holders are like, you know, 10%, like 900 people holding 10K, you're going to get floor dumps. Um, and then if you go in the Discord and 10K project, but only two people are active in the Discord, or you see more bots in the Discord or the Discord has like a billion people, but, you know, it doesn't add up. Um, but, you know, it's just, just a lot of indications here and there. And you know, another thing you got to always tell yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I buying into this project? Is it because I like what they stand for? Is it because I'm a flipper? Um, those are the two questions you also have to ask yourself. Why am I doing this? If you're a flipper, then, hey, hurry up and flip. But always know that once you flip, that bag is going to end up with somebody else. But if you're buying on secondary, always make sure you ask yourself again, why am I doing this? Am I reflipping something that somebody else just flipped? Or do I really want to be a part of this project? Those are the questions you need to ask yourself. And um, D-Y-O-R, N-F-A, yay. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that is going to be it for this particular episode I will still be covering, you know, the NFT recaps for those that need it. I, I think a lot of people still need the 
I will start from what are NFTs really, because I think a lot of people still need like a bit of a breakdown. I get it. NFTs can be complicated even when you're in the space. So I will do a lot of breakdowns. The first breakdown that I will do is something I just spoke about. What type of NFT or <laughs> NFT or um, what type of NFT person are you? Um, I will talk about that in its own episode and I will have a series of breakdowns that you can look at or listen to, um, to kind of determine, you know, how to navigate the space, how to, uh, survive the world of, you never know the decentralized world, the metaverse. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The metaverse we're learning. All right, that's it for this episode. It's me, Tony Payne. Don't forget to subscribe. Drop us a five-star review. Come on, it's only going to take you a minute. Jeez. And I would really appreciate it if you did that. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and share. Share with a friend. Come join us in Discord. Let us know what you think. We love seeing the listeners of the NFT Talk Show in our Discord. It brings me so much joy because it lets me know that, you know, we're doing something here and it's important for me to do something here to educate, bring a little fun, you know, a little gossip. <laughs> it's the tea in NFTs, <laughs> you know, we can mix it up with a little gossip, but also just, to, you know, keep you not just entertained and informed, but to form a nice community, um, around the NFT talk show of people that are well-informed and know what's up in the space. Alrighty, it's me, and I will catch you on the blockchain. Bye.